0: This is Apotheosis, the second podcast from the crew at CodePunk, where we talk about cyberspace, cyberculture, and cyberpunk. You can go to codepunk.io to read our articles and also check out our other podcast, the self-titled CodePunk podcast, hosted by myself and co-host Bill Ahern. You can also find that podcast in your favorite podcast application, as well as on YouTube, since all recent episodes are recorded in virtual reality. I'm happy to see this entry for Apotheosis, not just because it's the 10th entry, but because it wraps up the Mondo 2000. Thousand parter which followed on the heels of the Boing Boing three-parter. Revisiting both publications slash communities, it just reminds me too much of how the edgier experimental would probably be a more appropriate term. But the edgier aspects of cyberculture quickly fell to commercialism, leaving those communities a little bit stranded. Anyway, we conclude this Mondo 2000 arc by once again traveling backwards in time, this time going even farther and revisiting the origins of the magazine, Mondo 2000. Ken Goffman, also known as Are You Serious, was born in 1952 in Brooklyn, and he was an aspiring musician and cultural experimenter that began dipping his toe into the public counterculture sphere with the publication of High Frontiers in 1984. As the name implies, High Frontiers was focused on the counterculture aspects of psychedelic experimentation, continuing the exploration of the 70s hippie culture and the mystic 60s, even as Reagan and the conservatives were pushing back against the left libertarian angle of social politics in favor of a return to the more mundane and conservative formulas of the 50s. High Frontiers was billed as the, quote, space-age newspaper of psychedelics, science, human potential, irreverence, and modern art. Goffman struck gold almost literally while distributing the first issue of High Frontiers. He would meet Allison Kennedy. Kennedy was the wife of a University of California at Berkeley professor, but more importantly, she was the daughter of a wealthy California family. Kennedy joined the High Frontiers team, eventually adopting the moniker of Queen Moo. It was Kennedy's inheritance that allowed them to bankroll the magazine. As computers began to gain traction, writers and futurists alike explored the natural conclusions of 80s Reaganomics and corporate fealty married with a highly technical future. Goffman, familiar with Timothy Leary's work on psychedelics, as well as Leary's infatuation with emergent computer systems, followed Leary, as well as the evolving 80s cyberculture, rebranding High Frontiers to reality hackers when Judd Milhun joined the magazine in the late 80s, before rebranding once again as Mondo 2000 in 1989. Mondo 2000, Are You Serious, and this strange band of counterculture writers and hackers entered into the early computer revolution zeitgeist as legendary figures. Kennedy's funding allowed the magazine to stay in circulation despite the edgy and obscure content. Additionally, Mondo became more than a magazine as the participants began to slowly merge with their alter egos. Kennedy herself was listed on the masthead as Dama Tricks, basically a play on editor and dominatrix, because everything Mondo had to be laced with sex in some way. During the height of popularity and cyberpunk interest, the New York Times quoted her as saying, we're dealing with the cultural manifestations of the PC revolution. And she was right. Kennedy didn't just fund the magazine, but also owned a Mondo house mansion in Berkeley Hills. Where many of the merry band both lived and worked, the house was infamous for its nonstop parties. The parties at the house were a boon for social exploration, and this fed directly into the Gonzo-ish magazine's articles while allowing Mondo 2000 to build on its own mythology. Mondo 2000 wasn't everyone's obsession, however. There is little doubt about its influence on cyberculture. Wired Magazine can be quoted as saying, to some, it was pseudo-intellectual gibberish or a mere appropriation of the cyberpunk ethic into a glossy magazine. But to the cult following the magazine developed, it all made perfect sense. At a time when few people outside academia had access to the internet, Mondo 2000 was many a wannabe hacker's introduction to the online world. For a few short years, Mondo 2000 was the leading voice of the intersection between technology and culture, but it still had a difficult time attracting advertisers to reduce reliance on Kennedy's inheritance. In 1993, Wired Magazine launched with similar content, but without the pranking culture, self-indulgent personalities, or explicit drug culture. Goffman left around this same time, and although the magazine continued for several issues, in 1998 it produced its last publication and era concluded. Goffman himself continued with obscure projects, personal networking, writing music and various editorial gigs, keeping his relationship with experimental drug pioneer Timothy Leary, who was a contributing editor for Mind 2000. Goffman co-authored Leary's last book, Designed for Dying. In the late 2000s, Goffman was head editor of the transhumanist magazine H+ Magazine, which also faded into obscurity as a publication but continues as a transhumanist platform. Goffman also launched Accelerator as a counterculture website, but that, too, has been on hiatus since 2017. Unable to capture his former glory while exploring similar themes, Goffman turned his attention to documenting the history of Mondo 2000. He still pals around with people from the Mondo 2000 era, including writer-podcaster Douglas Rushkoff, and continues to present himself with that quirky, self-indulgent, non-seriousness that might have been a plague on the success of Mondo in the first place never taking himself too seriously, but also never lacking the ability to feed one's own ego. He could be quoted in The Verge of saying, I've just been going through conversations from 1993-1994 on the Well Computer Network about Mondo Vanilli, and I can't believe how confident and flip and, well, frankly, funny and brilliant and inspired we were, and so very dedicated to unapologetic absolute absurdism and surrealism. Whatever. For those who grew up on BBS systems, the early web, and hacking away at computers, those children of the 80s, we wanted Mondo 2000, but we got Wired Magazine instead. As the 80s and 90s continued to shift towards reifying the humanity of corporations at the expense of real people, I often wonder what would have happened if Mondo had won out.